time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 346. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au joins me, Trevor Long from eftm.com. Stephen, welcome to uh, Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. Thank you very much, Trevor. Yes, we're in the podcast studio here at the McInerney Convention Centre. We I still think the, it's uh, strange the way you say it. I'm that, sure it's right. That, that's but it, what it's called. I know. Just that's the name of the place. Machinery. Well, how, do you, how would you say No, that? I don't. It just okay. doesn't look like that when I look at it. But that's okay. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we're, it's kind of day, it's really day one of Dub Dub yeah, because well, if you look, at, if you look at the keynote as being day zero, just in Olympic, okay. in Olympic terms. Zero the opening day. ceremonies are, are always on day zero. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I'm so here day to help. zero I'm here to help. was the keynote. <laughs> was the keynote. And, uh, and so now there's a couple of days of, of basically engineering sessions where, where developers from around the world get to meet with Apple engineers, talk to Apple engineers, um, learn stuff, get advice, yeah. network. I mean, it's a pretty unique opportunity. There's like 6,000 people in yesterday's keynote. I don't know how many media. Let's, let's say 1,000. Yeah, so 5,000 developers, around the world, give yeah. or take. I think he said more than 70, 70 countries. 77, uh, was it? Yeah. And so this, this is, like you said, a golden opportunity for anyone, any coders, any developers who want to talk to an Apple engineer and have access that this kind of access is only granted and you, you at this event. As a developer, you wouldn't come here without a plan. Like you wouldn't come here yeah. going, I'm just going to wing it. You come here going, I really want to learn about AR, augmented reality, or I really, really want to get more yeah, info definitely. about how the app store works, you know, because then you book your sessions and you go yeah. around. So keynote yesterday uh, kicked off uh, the whole thing. As I said, 6,000 people in there. It's a massive room. Huge, huge room. Huge room. <laughs> Um, and and you know Tim Cook did start. He pretty much in the in the first five minutes said this event it's is all, all about software. software. Yeah. And I just went, oh. <laughs> My initial well, reaction was, oh, I'm wrong about yeah, so I, much stuff. I thought the same. <laughs> I was hoping there'd be a little product in the in there. It's like uh, not I, to be this year. It's selfishly, I was I was quite relieved also though because I had to leave early because I had to get oh, to to the Today yes. Show across in San Fran. So I'm, I I was confident that leaving just before the end wouldn't result in me missing a one more thing. So that was okay. I was yeah. okay with that. Anyway, Fair so we enough. kicked off with iOS. So yes. iOS 12, uh, no great surprise there uh, in terms of what it's called, but iOS 12, um, and, and again, there's a, there's a lovely bit of spruiking that goes on at these events about how good they are compared to others. And yeah. it is a really good point to make, especially to the developer community, that iOS 11, within seven weeks, um, half the customers had upgraded. Yeah. Within seven weeks of it coming out, fifty yeah. percent of all iOS devices had upgraded. Yeah, that's a big what, what's, deal. And it's it's up it's to now what, at eighty eight. It's 88%, now at eighty one percent. And to compare, Android is at six percent for their latest version. And and the other thing is you can't get to hundred, right? Because there's still people using iPhone fours, yeah, and four S's, and they but, can't use iOS. But that, that's a good point. That, that I think that they uh, Craig Federighi made the point to say that he was wanted this to work the new the iOS twelve with as many devices as possible. So he was saying that devices as far back as twenty thirteen iPhone will 5S. be able to take we able to run iOS twelve and with a focus on I think he even quoted stats about how fast the performance would be on on that old device. Interestingly, he talked about the iPhone five S as being kind of the oldest device. Yeah. But he gave stats about the six. 
plus. Yeah. Now the six Which plus is, yeah, is like a bigger four, device. Three There's and a, a half a year old phone. Bunch of things yeah. there. Uh, four. It'd well, be four. By, it'd be four by the time this comes out. No, six okay. plus. Okay. Um, but the point was made that it would be faster and more responsive for those older devices because mm. everyone knows that's a bugbear, right? People. Totally. Y- you and I get these calls on the radio all the time. When when the iOS update comes out, people say, "I don't want to upgrade because it slows my phone down." Everyone everyone is afraid, aren't they? They think yeah. oh, they're very tentative when it comes to the upgrades. But, but. but you think about all the stuff that's gone on in the last year, right? Yeah. Uh, the battery stuff. Yeah. And and inherently, the battery stuff is about performance too. Absolutely. So yeah. what they've addressed here is well they've already put the battery stuff front and center now they're they're actually specifically looking at how the operating system refinements can enhance the performance of those older devices so i'm more confident than ever that people should do the upgrade come september october when it's out well i think yeah apple kind of they 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 learned their lesson with the with the what happened last year and the the battery issue and the performance issues that we that we were that we mentioned Mm. But uh, it's it's good to it's the, the what what really caught me was the fact that the whole idea of this is being able to get out more out of the device you already own. Yeah. This is that well, that was the big thing to take away for me because you don't have to buy a new product. It's like having a new product. Whenever these new operating systems roll out, it's like hang on, it's like it gives you that new phone but feeling. Yeah, exactly. So, but also I think it's a it's a taste of reality. You know what? People aren't like the lots of people are upgrading every two years. That's good, yeah. and that's all. That's or not going to change suddenly, yeah. right? Yep. So why not um, accept the reality that there's X number? Because Apple would know. Like it just appear on their stats somewhere. You know how yep. many fours and four S's and fives Absolutely. and stuff there are yeah. out there. So knowing that there's so many out there, address that as an issue. So the kind of things that that they went through with um, with iOS, and we probably won't be able to cover it all here, but. Uh, augmented reality was featured yes. quite well and quite heavily. Um, they worked with uh, Pixar Studios to create a whole new file format for um, augmented reality, or I would I'd actually say it's kind of for three D, three D rendered uh, yeah. images. Uh, it's called USDZ yep. or Z, as they say over here. <laughs> um, and essentially, that allows them allows people who can create three D objects to share them within the iOS operating system, yeah. and that Smart. means that they can be utilized in a whole bunch of places, and then they can be inherently also used as a part of the augmented reality ecosystem. We talked about this last week. AR is amazing. An AR kit, Apple's implementation of AR is amazing. It's the best out there. But it hasn't really kicked on. It hasn't really gone, mm. you know, lengths ahead to show kind of the real genuine feeling about how uh, AR can, can kind of change things. We remember the demo we saw in New York of, of gaming, yeah. let alone IKEA and all that stuff. It's all very cool. But yeah. Then they showed a couple of demos of AR, and they were very impressive once again. Yeah. The Lego one blew my mind. That was incredible, yeah. Because like, there's the, a shared experience. Yeah, right? that's what I say. So it's, it's not just a solo experience. Now, I think up to four people can, can be viewing the same AR experience. And, and well, there was a game they showed which Apple had built, which developers can access to, to understand it. But imagine two people playing, imagine, imagine um, wooden blocks on a table yeah. and slingshots, except they're in a virtual space. So yeah. you and I are at one end of the table, there's yeah. nothing actually on the table, but in our iPads, we're seeing these yeah. things. And then a third person could be standing next to the table watching us. Yeah. So you're, you're watching it through the eyes of the iPad. I can't get my head around it. I can't understand how the three devices are talking to each other and how it's all well, happening in real time. They'd have to have like time. a local link, wouldn't they? They'd be linked locally. They'd have to be on a Wi-Fi network together. Yeah, yeah. But just think about the, four people. That's pretty the requirements for that to work. Yeah. You know, when I pull a slingshot, the person viewing sees it and oh, all that kind of jazz is yeah. mind-blowing. And then they they used the great example of that that shared experience with the Lego. You had a Lego set on the table, um, and they they created a virtual Lego city around it. And another person could come in and they could play. So you could, and I can imagine my kids because we've got the 
we've got the bank and we've got the mm. police station. So you need the physical toy and then that becomes to life in AR. Correct. It comes right? to life in a whole world around it. Plus you can place virtual characters in yeah. on the world. And so I can imagine two of my kids playing with this Lego game, even though there's nothing on the floor except one bit of Lego, they're yep. playing a, a, a real game. It's pretty cool, but again, I, I don't know how quickly or rapidly that's going to be adopted as a, as a genuine... Well, you can just imagine the developers who are in that space thinking, wow, we can create multiplayer games now. Yeah. And whether that's... You'd imagine it'd have to be locally... The, Maybe that's the, part of the feedback they got. You yeah. know, you think about those games we saw in New York. There was one where you kind of walked around the table and yeah. you look like a bit of an idiot, right? So if someone else <laughs> yeah, is in like the room... you look like an idiot with you. No, but someone else is in the yeah. room, at least they can see why you look like an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Should we talk about the features, or maybe I think first up, why don't we talk about the fact that they, what big part of the of iOS twelve is being able to limit or control the amount of time you spend on your iPhone, mm-hmm. which is uh, important for you know, especially if you're a parent, you've got a child. They or didn't use anyone. the word addiction. No, uh, of they course didn't, not. They of didn't go not. go close to that. But there was, I think, what I took out was. Um, uh, the, the they words, want you to manage. I think it was, they want you the to words, manage it. The words that Craig Federighi used were a comprehensive set of built-in features to limit distraction, and and he talked about having more focus and for you to understand how you're spending your mm. time. So I broke it down into three areas. Firstly, do not disturb. Now I use do not disturb at night. Mm. It automatically on my phone turns on at ten o'clock and turns off at four o'clock. Mm. I know it's only six hours, but after four, I need to be. If someone rings, I need to be able to take it. That's just life. Yeah. But the thing is, you you get up in the middle of the night. And as you're much older than me, so it must happen to you a lot oh, more. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, get up in the middle of the night. And, you know, you instinctively... I was you, for that one to You drop. either tap on your phone, you look at your phone yeah. to see the time. And it's bright, big, bright screen yeah. with the time. Plus but all your notifications 4, are there. 4,000 notifications, Correct. Yeah. And so you're drawn to them. You're, you're distracted by yeah. the notifications. So in Do Not Disturb Night Mode, it shows a dark screen with the time. Yep. Kind of like the Android kind of always on display style. Yeah. And no notifications. And no notifications. Yeah. It has a little note there saying there's no notifications being displayed in the same I already had that on my phone. While driving. I already had that on my phone. It's called the off button. Yeah, but you're, mate, I don't have my phone on during the night. I turn it off. Okay. Well, mate, yeah. you're good on you. So I'm, well, but I'm, I know you're, a lot of people do. You're a, lot a of people rare charge individual. Their, a lot of people charge their phones We already overnight. knew you were a rare individual. Yeah. Now we know it more. But, I, but, but he was right, though. I think the, the point he made was when you see all those notifications, I think the words he used was it just drags you further out of your sleep. You're That's thinking, right. oh, my God, what, what are all these notifications? Yeah. So, so then at the same time when you wake up in the morning, the notifications aren't there by default. Yeah. Like it might be the weather. And so yeah. you're guiding yourself into that whole, okay, Ease I'm going to look now at those yeah. notifications. Yeah. And then while we're speaking notifications, the second tranche of this is they're, they're making kind of turning off notifications easier because it is buried in, mm. in the settings. Well, the group notifications is, of course. Well, cool. there's yeah. a couple of things. Yeah. So, so in, in the, the notifications are grouped, but that doesn't make it better for you as a user. They're, you're able to dismiss notifications easier. You're able to mm. uh, essentially tell apps that you don't want them easier. Plus, it's intelligently saying, you know what, you haven't used this app for you know, months why would yeah, you why turn would you off notifications? notifications? Yeah, yeah. So a bunch of that's, good stuff there. Smart. But with the do not disturb, I think he also extends to, uh, say, you want to set the time, you want not to not be disturbed, like for the next hour, yes. next two hours. So you can use it in the till, daytime till as well. Evening, yeah. So, so, we, so we could go, you know what, well, I'm going to focus and I'm going to get this job done, I'm going to write this story. Yeah. Do not disturb for one hour. Yeah, Boom. or in the studio here, we could have hit do not, or we don't have the new operating system yet, but if it's we outrageous. did, we would uh, can say do not disturb for an hour. That's right. So we wouldn't get any calls, any notifications. But the really big part of this whole thing was the settings uh, feature called screen time. 
So yes. this is an area. This is going to shock people, I reckon. Oh, big time! Shock people big how much time. time they spend on you, apps you, and screen. Just the screen. so you know, you can have a bit of a glance now because if you look yeah. at the battery usage, you can see mm. what you what you're doing. Which, you can, which you would can be see, your one? What would be the one you use? Oh, most? Instagram, Instagram or Twitter, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. But if you ask people today, if, like if I said to my wife, "Hey, babe, love you," but um, <laughs> if I said to my wife. How many hours do you spend on Instagram a day? She'd say, oh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I'm like, balls, yeah, we'll try right. three hours. Right. Um, That's a long time. Hey? Well, maybe not three hours, but a lot. Like, I think people would underestimate. So Absolutely. Screen time presents you with a pretty radical set of, of, um, of data. It shows you what, how, how many times you've picked up your phone. Um, in this Trevor period. Long, 9,500. 9, it shows you um, how, which apps you've been using and for how long. It allows you to set a timer, like a they call it allowances. It allows you to set an allowance for each app. So Instagram, it's like one hour. Your, it's like getting your pocket money. Yeah, your pocket but, money is but, is app time. But it is, and you can skip that if you want. I saw the screenshot saying skip for now, and just you know. And, and I get that, that it's not not a genuine block, right? And but at and least I, it makes you conscious of it. Though. It's not about yeah. that. I think that's yeah. what people will miss. I think this will be poorly interpreted once it comes out, but we'll get there. But I think this is built for parents. I know it's parents well, that are going to use this. But for I, their kids, set, I think set good habits for them. Well, but I think the problem is, and I'm guilty of it. The the parents need to set the example, not just the habit, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's all well and good to give me, and so what we're saying here is you've got the parental, because uh, all my kids are under, we got a family account, and yeah. so I, as the parent in, in the in the team, am able to set limits on their devices as well. But the good right. thing is I can say games one hour a day, education labs knock yourself as out as much as you want. Yeah. So you can actually limit it in, in by, by app categories as well. But my point is, Stephen, I don't think we should look at this as only a parental tool. This oh, no, not at all. But it, it is handy little tool to have in your in your arsenal, like yeah. for a parent, especially like like I said, like setting those good habits. Like yeah. the child knows, okay, well, I, I know that I'm not, they, I shouldn't be on here parent, during dinner time. A parent, if like a parent's going to impose a rule upon a child. They should impose that rule upon themselves in Absolutely. some way as well. Yeah, totally. That, that's a critical thing. So yep. I think it's I think it's a what we call corporate social responsibility, right? Yep. It's a it's a very good move. And yep. we had an interesting conversation about this on the Today Show. You know, hey, so they've created this device that we're now addicted to, but now they want us to use it less. Yeah. But it's win win for Apple. But use it use it in the right way. Like yeah. use use it properly. But, but think about yeah. it this way: it's win win for Apple, right? Mm. Because you're you're implementing these these limits and you're feeling better because you've you've come yeah. to terms with you know how your limits are you know what your limits are and you feel good that they created this for you yeah. right so that's a win for apple yeah and it's also a win for apple because we're not going to stop buying the phone of course we not. still need the phone we still use I the think phone they just they just reinforce the fact that the time you spend on the iphone is quality time correct and, yeah. and this this comes from the top you know tim cook talked about this with i mm. think his nephew he doesn't want his yeah. nephew being buried in the thing so absolutely th that's a big deal it's um it's a it's a suite of things but screen time being the biggest part of it yep um let's talk quickly photos photos got an enhancement it was already pretty pretty detailed and i don't think a lot of people realize how good it already is the photos app absolutely in terms of face recognition i love the stat though they said there's a Trillion, trillion photos, photos captured on iPhones every year. Yeah, a trillion. It's a lot of photos. Imagine a dollar a photo. So search, searching through your photo library is being made easier. So you can just search mm. for cars, for example, yeah. and it'll just show you and all the cars. Like, you multiple search multiple search. Too, so yeah, I can yeah. say cars and holiday. So and it only shows me cars I had while I was on a holiday. Yep. Um, so that that's good, and I think that's a real challenge to things like Google Photos because Google Photos is a pretty powerful app. It's a pretty yep. powerful ecosystem, and Apple needs to be in that space. Siri got a got a, a nice nice update, but yep. not I don't think enough. I'll be honest. Okay, I expected uh, a lot more conversation about 
the general back-end smarts of Siri. So you were sort of thinking more skilled level of like being able I to was, access via Siri like account information, ordering pizzas, stuff, no, stuff like that? No, that, that's kind of possible now through, through Siri Kit. Yep. But I'm talking you know, how smart Siri really is. You know how many times you ask Siri something and it just gives you a, an, a, a Google answer? Yeah. Whereas you ask Google stuff and it just tells you. Mm. Um, I think Siri needs to become smarter. Siri needs to be able to differentiate between voices. Totally. Home, that's HomePod's yeah. biggest problem is it totally. can't differentiate between mine and my wife's voice. It probably can, yeah. but it doesn't allow us to have different calendars and things. Can't differentiate between your voices because it only can it only responds it, it to just, any voice. It's, it's assuming exactly. it's the same person. Correct. Yeah. So I can't. I'm not enabling you know personal requests as they call it on my HomePod because I don't want my kids reading sending messages on my phone because <laughs> my kids could say. Yeah. HS, which is our new way of saying the words hey followed by the word Siri because ah, right. we don't want to upset our audience. Okay. Because we did with the alarms. We upset from oh, some people. <laughs> I hear that. That, um, was Tre- that was Trevor's fault, by the way. No, nah, well, he, he, he poked me, <laughs> told me to do it. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, HS, send a message to, yeah. to, to Stephen yeah. and my kids could do that. So I, I'm not enabling that. So yeah. what I hoped was, I hoped for some of those smarts to come in. So because Siri is the oldest voice assistant, but it's also mm. now kind of third in the in the race of voice assistant capabilities but they've taken a completely different approach mm. google and, and amazon take an approach where it is about building a skill and building a thing mm. whereas uh, apple's taken the approach that the developer should give, have that power within their app yeah so, so uh, the shortcuts is the is yeah the thing here. so the sh- shortcuts allow you to uh, within an app so there might be a Domino's app and within the app there's a there's a button you push and it creates a I, I think it's it's like a skill. It creates a skill for Siri well, that your yeah. Siri knows because you can then label it and name it something. But the real one that I liked was creating I, I I can only describe them as macros. Anyone that's used like Excel where you you press a button that does this, does this, does yeah, this. It's like it's similar to I, I liken it to when you uh you got like a smart you got a home theater controller. So, you know, when you say, I want to watch a movie, it'll turn on the Blu-ray player, yes. turn the lights off, get the, turn the projector on. Yeah. So it'll have all those little little macros, those commands. Similar thing here with the Shortcuts app where you can dig in and say, right, on my ride home, I want to, when I catch my, when I commute home, I want to send my wife a message to say I'm on my way. Yeah, so I want to have my, play my favorite podcast and I want to set the thermostat to... 22 degrees. So you create you create a one. shortcut called I'm going home. Yeah, so I'm going the... home. So you can say, hey, Chess, I'm going home. And it will send a message to your wife saying I'm on my home. It will, you know, order your Macca's drive through. It, oh, I'm sorry, that's just me. Um, you know, it'll do all the things that you want. So it's a nice, it's a very and different way of approaching. Phrase. So you call yeah. it trip home. And then always say, hey, hey, Chess, trip home. The, the thing is, in the, in the room yesterday, I think that was very well received. Yeah. Because it is a very programmer-style thing. Mm. So I don't know if you've used actions in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. So in Photoshop, I've got a thing where you've got this big photo. I've got an action called WordPress. And what it does is it, it, it changes the photo to be 1,500 pixels wide because I don't never need it bigger than that. Yeah. It saves it as a JPEG in a specific folder. Right? That's, that's, that's the action that I have. I press yeah. one button on the key and it does that. Yeah. But I don't think the average Joe understands that kind of macro creation, that, well, that recording thing. So It'll no doubt be simple to use in iOS 12. No but doubt, but I just, I, I just want to see it and I want to understand yeah. how people use it. So that's I like, one. too, the fact that it's, they've, they've made Siri also a bit more proactive as well. So it'll, it'll, it'll remind you to send, uh, like, say, a look in your... It'll know your friend's birthdays and stuff like yeah. that if you're in your contacts and it'll encourage you to send... It's Trevor's birthday today. Send him a message. Or it's, it'll it's, say... Uh, it, another thing, too, that I liked was the fact that it could see, say, your calendar. Say you and I had a meeting and I'm running late. Yep. 
it could you you could say set up another another command to say running late, and it'll automatically send you a message to say I'm running late. See the problem so those is little those little commands that sort of builds on the the usefulness. Here's, of Siri. here's where iOS is stagnant and needs to be improved in a big way. The Siri recommendations are accessible when you swipe to the right of your phone. You get that kind of today menu where you've yep. got all your widgets. That's where Apple yep. puts its widgets. Yep. I'm sorry, but we need that in our homepage. I don't look at that. If I look at if if I'm on the the today page, this you know list of widgets, it's an accident. I've come here accidentally. I've never been here intentionally. Did you know, did you know it was there? Yeah, yeah. but it's I, I don't find it useful well, you'll be at all. In iOS twelve, you'll know it's there. No, but I, mate, it's 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 in no. It's, it's one it's, swipe to the It should part. be a widget on the homepage. Yeah. I should be able to say I want the Siri recommendations. Yeah on one third of my homepage okay. so that when I turn on the phone and I look at it, not only have I got all these apps, but I've got this thing that says, don't forget it's, you know, Stephen's birthday. Yeah. Don't forget, you know, do, you're running late. Do you want to text this person? Mm-hmm. It should be front and center. If Siri's that good, it should be front and center. Like mm-hmm. you can, like on your watch face, you can have a watch face that is Siri. Mm-hmm. So every time you glance at your watch, you yeah, get that you recommendation. Do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. by it being front and center right in your face? Absolutely. Should That's we talk about the other features? Let's talk uh, and emojis. me emojis. Well, and emoji, there's four new ones. There's a ghost to koala bear. Good to see the Aussies representing there. Tiger and the T-Rex. And? And the tongue And it can recognise your tongue. <laughs> so you can now stick your tongue yeah, out yeah, people through an animoji. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, but also the me-emojis too, which creates an animated version of yourself. Which are not at all the same as AR emojis from Samsung. No. Right, no. the the initial when you first see it, you think, oh, hang on a minute, Samsung beat them to that. But the Samsung one uses your face, recognizes your face, and tries to create a version of you automatically using face recognition. Mm. So it's pretty smart. They're all pretty generic, though. Whereas, yeah, I mean, it's 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 reasonably. But it asks, doesn't it ask if you're a male or female on the Samsung? Uh, great question. I don't I know. Whereas, this whereas is, is a gender neutral. Gender neutral. Is that right? Essentially, you're creating a cartoon character from scratch. Yeah. So you create a a, a face. Um, you choose a skin color, then you choose your hair. So you actually build the character. And then put your glasses, headwear, and then you can you, add accessories. You build to it yourself. from scratch, but then yeah. you can utilize it in a whole bunch of spaces. You can yeah. actually use it in FaceTime. Yeah. You can actually. Well, have... Let's talk about FaceTime. Okay. The uh, the biggest change is obviously group FaceTime. Thirty two people. You can do you even know thirty two people with, with FaceTime? I do. Yeah. We can How get, many people we have can you get, FaceTimed? I'm thinking of getting like a... Name a, a all South, the people you've ever FaceTimed. A South supporter, a South supporter FaceTime group. Because I can name all the people I've ever FaceTimed. Yeah. Amanda, Jackson, Harrison and Victoria. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I'm pretty limited to just my family members, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> have you and I ever FaceTimed? Only for the show, not not with video. Remember we used to remember we used to not sit yeah, together and do I the remember, show. I remember, I remember well, Trevor. <laughs> but we've never we've never just FaceTimed just for. Why would I want to see laugh? your ugly mug? Yeah, thanks, mate. Vice versa. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's the thing. Most thank people you. are. My wife. I've never seen my wife on Facetime. What? She's camera shy. She will not. Really? She, here's what happens when when I ring home when I'm away like this. <laughs> right? And I only ever ring my wife's phone. She will. She'll. If the kids aren't, she'll hand the phone over to the kids. If the kids aren't there, she'll answer the phone and put it down. And I'm I'm staring at the roof. And she'll be like, "The kids are coming." I'm like, "Can you just uh, say hello?" She got nah. I hate FaceTime. I won't. I don't, really? I don't want. I don't want to look at the is camera. It, is it her not looking? Want to look at the camera? Or, or is it her not want to look at me? Yes, what is that, mate? What is that? So thirty-two people is a lot. Yes, it and is. And I get that in a in in Apple Park. In a, that's in a big a work, deal. In a work environment, imagine you have like a, a work group or a, a group of people you can chat to. Again, I can't remember a time that I've had. <laughs> even if I had a team of, let's get people. thirty-two people together. No. 
but it's but up, up to 32. It's people. very smart. But it'd be it's good. Very like, imagine, well done. Imagine when your kids get older, they're going to have their own phones. They're going to be. Uh, imagine no, being no, able to chat is, to everyone at the same time. So this time. is what I said yesterday. A lot on the radio. Just think of if my mum had an iPhone. Um, her three kids are all across the yeah. the New South Wales. She can. We can all be on a on a call yeah. together for a birthday That's and beautiful. talk, and it's nice. So think Google Hangouts yeah. because it is Google Hangouts is is boring. It's a big screen and then a bunch of pictures down the bottom, yeah. and and as someone talks, they become the big screen. Yeah. What Apple's done is gone. You know what? Let's let's make three or four people. You know the highlight and have everyone else in a row, but then you you get brought in to the highlights yeah. when, when you when speak. you're talking. Yeah, it's good. That's a smart little feature. Uh, what about the other new apps and other new features? Let's talk. Um, we've already spoken about the notifications, but what about uh, the new apps that are going to be on board or updated apps? Mate, the number one thing that, that excited me was CarPlay. I'm going to have Google Maps. Google Maps and Waze as well. I love Apple Maps, so I use it yeah. quite intensely. But for some uh, reason, a lot of the stuff, especially mainly because I use Gmail, um, a lot of my links in my Gmail to uh, calendars yeah. and stuff uh, and, okay. and places go open up in Google Maps automatically. Yeah. So having cut, oh, mate, that's a that's, that's a big, massive, massive. Deal. What about? Are you really excited about the stocks app being? Re- no, I couldn't give a rat. Really, okay. news app. Could voice give a memos. Voice memos. Now it's on the. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it wasn't on the iPad. No. voice memos. Now it's going to be it's on the also iPad never and on be, the Mac. It's one of those apps. Do you reckon there's a voice memos team at Apple who've just been for seven years been going? Can we please? <laughs> can we get on the? Can we please? please? What do we need to do to get on the iPad or the Mac? Come on, <laughs> we just we just Something. want a little update. Something. We just want a little update. <laughs> Uh, Apple Books is is the new name yes. for iBooks. Renamed. And uh, they've also got a new, not that you'll be using this feature, the Reading Now feature. No, I couldn't give a rat. Where you can uh, pick up right where you left off. That's, that's pretty Yeah, handy. I can pick up where I left off. I haven't started <laughs> any book. Yeah, or I, I still, I'm still a big fan of physical books, but I would, I would use the Reading Now a, a fair bit. Man. But you can also have audio books in there as well. Hmm. And uh, the... Uh, I'm a big fan of audio books, but we'll talk about audio books in another section of the show a bit later with, uh, when we talk about Apple Watch. But um, I think overall, we're expecting this in springtime, our springtime, free update. Yeah, around September, late September. Yeah, when, so it'll be just before the new iPhones launch. Yeah, that's where it normally happens. You'll yeah. start to you'll start to see a lot of um, work from this because all the developers have got it now, and you know it's 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 a couple of months. Already, where, we've already seen a beta of it running as well. A couple, here, a couple of months where people who the whole point is for developers to test their apps in it. Um, to enhance their apps and for Apple to iron out any bugs that they find in it because, yeah. you know, that, there will be bugs. And by the time totally it comes right. out, it'll uh, it'll be a smooth operating system. Will there be a, a consumer beta? Remember, you there can, always you know, is. They, they have, yeah. Did they announce that already or not? No. But so you can sign up to be to do the public beta. The, there'll be, I can, well, we don't know it officially, but there's no doubt there'll be a public beta again. It's the, the last, smartest the thing that the big software companies years. do now is... Yeah. Right, you know, even if it's only a million people, it's a lot of people, and you find a lot of bugs that way. Absolutely. Two blokes talking tech. That's uh, that's iOS twelve, uh, as we said, coming out uh, shortly, and you can find full details at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and the Orbi uh, Wi-Fi system is something that uh, will enhance your home, especially if you are a fully connected home or you're one of those people that's especially if you've upgraded to the MBN. I've got the MBN. Speeds are amazing, but on the other side of the house, the speeds are rubbish. Um, the range is bad. It's because you need a better Wi-Fi system. Orbi is a uh, is a system. It's not just a network. Um, it's called a mesh network. And what it allows you to do is put a couple of devices through your home and create a Wi-Fi, a single Wi-Fi network that covers your entire home. And I've tested this in, in many different places, and you end up with 
um, full coverage of the entire home plus full speed across the entire home. So I can be on the complete opposite side of my home and get the exact same download and upload speeds as I get when I'm standing next to the modem. It's because of the back end, the way the, the engineering of the Orbi system is tri-band, so the speed of the backhaul is what sets it apart from other mesh network systems. Uh, it's a great system, and you can find out more at netgear.com slash Orbi, O-R-B-I, Orbi, from Netgear. Now, Stephen... Uh, episode 346, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Uh, Mac OS. And, and I'll, hang on, I'll stop. I'll, okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll okay. be the Fonz. I was... I was wrong. Tell me what I was. I was wrong. Tell me what I was. I was wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. I was right. That's right. I picked it. Mojave was the name that I predicted. I think after... Thank you for the shout-out on Twitter, I think after the High Sierra debacle... Yeah. Right with the naming people, pe- people in marketing who were clearly high. Um, <laughs> they they went they went solid for something that everyone knows. But think about it, Mavericks. Um, yeah. Yosemite. Yosemite's the only one that that people know. El Capitan. El Capitan. Who's ever heard of that? Sierra. Who's heard of El Capitan people, people before? Who, I'm well, talking around the world. Put it on the map. That's what I'm saying. Mojave's already on the map. Yeah. Boring. Well, Mojave. I think it's uh, anyway. You were appro- right. Appropriate name. Yeah. And and, and this is uh, as. As we we as I predicted the uh, the name of the software, but I, I I do like though the approach here where uh, they give users the option of not only the the visual aspect of it, but also they've really taken into account how people use their Macs and and how it, much easier it is now to organise yourself, get stuff done, access your Mate, content. Number yeah. one standout feature: the reason I'll upgrade the minute it's there, desktop. Desktop stacks. stacks, yes. So my desk. In fact, I should look here. I don't know how. What's the button you push to just show the desktop? Um, it's that, it's that one. Mine is. Uh, I don't know which one it is, mate. Can you do it on mine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just got launchpad. My my Chrome is broken, so um, okay. it's frozen. But I've got I've got a desktop full of um, full of screenshots mainly, yeah. and a few files file fold folders and files that. Yeah. I want to access quickly in other ways. So you've got this scattering of stuff, and now it puts stacks. It's got stacks where it's just images. Yep. Screenshots are separate. Other files. It's a very intelligent way yeah. of organizing your desktop. So um, it does and it by, you can by scrub type, through those. By yeah. date. You can by tag. You know, you can tag stuff. Very so smart. So that, that is smart. Absolutely. Uh, the the Finder and the desktop. Like the we've already spoke spoken about the desktop, but the there's a new. You know how there's normally that you've got your icon view, list view, mm. column view. Now they've got gallery view. Which, which that's really handy too. If you're going through a lot of content, you want to see the metadata of that, what you're looking at. Mm. And then you can you can do things like the quick looks even been updated. So more actions at your fingertips. So you can preview a document, even edit a document without actually having to open the application. Yeah. That That's really going to speed things up a bit. Yeah, I think the big standout, which got a massive cheer, weirdly, in the uh, in the thing was dark, dark mode. mode. Yeah. Now I use dark mode on Twitter on on my iPhone. It's okay. a, it's a Twitter function, not a, not right. an iOS function. Was this was this introduced with the iMac Pro dark mode? Was that was that one of the features in no. on the iMac Pro? No. Okay. It's because it's a, it's it's brand new to Mac OS, um, and you know Windows has had it for a while. Yeah. You, you know you can do that kind of thing, and you know the God, God love the Windows fanboys who you know say those kind of things yeah. when they announce these. But I, th- I thought there was kind of a, a mode where you can turn your Mac like this already. It wasn't no. called dark mode. It was, it was no, something this is else. this is radically different because it applies across everything. And look, it, it makes a difference because sometimes you're you're deep in in the device and you just especially for coding, and that's why it got the big cheer yesterday. Yeah. But you know, a lot of the time, it's it's the screen is bright, it's in your face, yeah. and you well, want to the, turn and it the down. The background of the windows are white. 
Yes, they're all. So, that's always the case. So, yeah. in this in this way, it'll it'll become a dark across every part of every aspect of the operating yeah. system. It's Easy quite on nice. The, eyes. the other thing Puts that I like focus on your content. The other thing that I liked, uh, a because it was the last thing I saw before I had to leave, was <laughs> the um, and look, it's maybe called an intelligent desktop, but essentially they've got background wallpapers which now um, change with the time of day. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, you know your your default picture on on your computer which mine is i think just sierra not high sierra but um you know the sun is at a certain point They're, they've basically taken photos across the day now so your desktop mm. changes that's cool in accordance with that's, the time that's of day. like that's like the um the venetian in vegas have you been in yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Square the, where the, the pretend it, it, uh, it, sky. it goes through the the, the day um I, I think another standout for me for uh, and of, of course it could also take part in the group FaceTime call if you're using uh, Mac OS yep. Mojave, but the privacy and security aspect too, and the the uh, this was introduced with High Sierra, the not not having the cookies follow you around on and Safari. And ad blocking was there. But they've also taken it a step further with uh, in a massive, in, so the, massive kick to so, Facebook. Yeah, well, and, and it, like timely, and, and I don't know whether you noticed this, but remember how on the before the keynote started, there was the wall, the, the screen was no just chock a block full of there was no Facebook icon on there, mm. and uh, Twitter was there. Twitter was there. Instagram Twitter was, there. was there. Google Home was there. Yeah. Instagram was there. Snapchat was there. By the way, um, no Facebook. And by the way, Ten Play, Ten Play was demand, there. ABC iView and ABC iView Kids were there. There was no nine now. I or saw. Seven plus, I saw nine now. But that was in later. The, that was later in the presentation. Apple TV presentation. Yes. yes, absolutely. So every 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 Australian TV network got yeah, a, got a run good. at some point. As did, did you notice? And I wrote this on AFTM. Um, Qantas got there was a real. I yes, thought it was they amazing. Were, they were featured in the news they? app. They showed the yeah. Qantas retiring the seven four seven. Which was a like a bad story for Boeing, but did you notice later on they showed a news notification which says Boeing stocks on the rise because business is doing well, <laughs> right? So that offset that, and yeah. then later on in Watch they talked about Qantas again too. Yeah, been able to check in. Good or day for the Aussies. In. Absolutely. Anyway, so but yes. the other the other thing they prevented, and and I I got to admit I wasn't particularly aware of this, but fingerprinting where they can kind of they can identify you by your device and its settings. But just I just go back because you kind of skipped over the, what the, what they've done with the Facebook thing. So when mm. you go you go to and Tech yeah, Guide, when you like stuff, you yeah. go to Tech Guide, you go to EFTM. There's a face. There's a like button there, right? Yeah. Now, when or you load, a when share you button. like or share, it doesn't yeah. matter. When you load that page, it automatically, you know, requests data from Facebook and sends it. So basically, as soon as you load the page, Facebook knows you're there. Yeah. Uh, Safari, the new version of Safari, is going to block that from happening. So you still see the like button, but you, but all the information isn't shared. Yeah. If you click the like button, you get a pop up saying, "Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Are you sure? Yeah, mate. That's." That's a massive stick well, to Facebook. I just will. And pe- good. People will still say okay, but I, I th- I, it's just going to be more transparent now. You're knowing, Bottom okay, the, here are the actions, you're, here's what's happening. But it's like screen time, right? It's just about awareness. Yeah, There's exactly. so much stuff exactly that goes right. on on the internet that you're not aware of. This yeah. is this is just bringing it Brings to our it attention, front and center. Absolutely, and we we should talk new apps as well. You're going to get the the news app, but the, I'm surprised that wasn't on the Mac already. Yeah. The news app. Uh, you're going to also get the stocks app, which you love. The uh, home app that's good too. So you can control all your smart devices from yes. your Mac as well. That's big, so that you can if you've got a HomeKit product. Uh, you can now control it using using the uh, the home app on your Mac. Yep. No, very and voice memos too. Don't forget the voice memos. Voice memos. They, they had a big day yesterday. The voice memo team. <laughs> I'm surprised day. they didn't get to be on the FaceTime yeah, call. Well, exactly. Yeah, it was the FaceTime team. Do you reckon the, the voice memo call. teams at Apple Park or back at Infinite Loop? I don't know. I think they'd be. Did you reckon Loop. that was really Tim Cook talking with his caricature? Was that yeah. really Tim? Yep. Was that was that live? You think, mate? Or I, you know, was he backstage? Yeah, I reckon. But you see, like this little room we're in now, where they've constructed this wall, they would have constructed a little mini lounge room back there. You think so? Yeah, hundred percent. 
so that they look. Yeah, well, he was just backstage, and he would have done the call live. And oh, his car- his uh, memoji looked really good. No, I think the hair was too long. Really? If yeah. you can't nail the boss's memoji, what what you know, the memoji team should have used him as the. We've got to get that one right. Yeah, get it right. Yeah, because <laughs> they did. I, I quite like the the likeness of him was pretty cool. It's just his hair's. How about the uh, new long. app store in the in the, in the uh, tell me about in, in the uh, Mac OS uh, environment. Because they're going to redesign it and make it easier to discover. So there's going to be new tabs. Essentially, it's, it's old and boring. I think right you, were on, you were on your way to San Francisco when they were talking about this. So mm-hmm. they're going to have a totally redesigned. Looks more like the the iOS app store. And so there's tabs down the side: discover, create, work, play, develop. Mm. So it gives you lets you drill down into what's available. They also mentioned, and we we alluded to this in sort of what we can expect to see. They all, they'll also, from next year, allow developers to uh, be able to create apps that will run both on iOS and on Mac. Yeah, Make so, it so I, need, I need you to explain this to me yeah. um, because I wasn't there. But essentially, this is a future thing. They, they indicated yeah, something from next that's year. coming. Yeah. So the idea is, and they, they made it very clear, there was a big no on stage, that they're not going to merge, merge the operating them, system. Yes. They're not getting rid of Mac OS. No. But what they're doing is saying, you've made a really great app for iOS. It might be a, a tablet app. It might be an iPhone app, whatever. If if you want to port it over so people can use it within the Mac operating system, we're making that possible. Yeah, and they, he's, I think the words the words Craig used was that they're going to make it with very few code changes so that you basically, you select the whether you want it to be a, a uh, touchscreen uh, uh, usable okay, device right. or to take advantage of the trackpad and the keyboard and all that. So very uh, well, really that's, easy that's, way. That's the main thing from a usability point of view for an app developer. They need to make it so that it's yeah. not all about touch. But because... I think the goal here, though, is to beef up the Mac App Store because everyone's creating iOS apps. So if they want to beef it up for to, to make it really easy, like a few keystrokes to make it in a Mac app as well, then that will really increase the, the level of... Uh, of apps that I appear can't in the think Mac for store. a moment which app I'd want on Mac OS. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's it's uh, one last feature too: the continuity camera. Did you see this? Where oh, if you've got yes. if you've got a, a, a your Mac open, you can actually take a photo on your iPhone or iPad, and that photo appears on your Mac. So that's a handy feature as well. If you look, like if you're creating a document, scan or, a document and stuff. Yeah, if you're yeah, scanning a scanning a document or taking a photo of yourself. Yeah, you think it about in. it. We do that. I do that a bit. You know, you get sent something when you I need to sign. Reviews, I'm like, yeah, listen, oh, I don't yeah, sign yeah. stuff. I don't do signatures. <laughs> I don't do print, yes. sign, and scan. Stick it. I prefer yeah. to. I prefer not to see your product, right? Mm. So if you don't want me to just reply with "I agree," I'm out. So if yeah. I can, at the very least, maybe use the camera, I, I might. That'll be work. Absolutely. Two blokes talking tech, episode three forty six, live from Apple's podcast studio at Worldwide Developers Conference. Uh, all the details of iOS, uh, sorry, of macOS at uh, techguide.com.au. And yeah, Two Blokes Talking Tech is also brought to you by Uniden, and they've got a range, not only of great other, other products like your, your dash cams and, and home phones, but also a range of wireless security cameras as well. The AppCam Solo, full HD, weatherproof smart camera, completely wire-free. This app is battery-powered, uses a battery-saving technology as well, so it lasts quite a long time, 180 days actually on standby. Really quick and easy to install. 130-degree viewing angle, provides a greater field of vision, and it can all be monitored through the Guardian app cam solo app as well so uh, this can fit on any flat surface it does it really easy to install magnetic base so that you can be monitoring in no time uh, really important to have this security at home the app cam solo can connect directly to your local wi-fi network and there of course is motion detection technology on board and re- records locally to an onboard sd card users can access that 
all that footage also through the app Cam Solo on your smartphone or your tablet. It's also got uh, advanced detection, it can detect movement, can distinguish between people and pets, uh, and have the ability, of course, to have two-way audio in real time through the camera. So if you're expecting a package, you can talk to the delivery person that are right there on your doorstep. For more details of the app Cam Solo from Uniden, head to uniden.com.au. Well, um, Watch OS seemed to get a good spot. They, they, they were high up the order. They got a fair bit of time. Um, because Watch OS 5 is, is the announcement for this year. Um, we've both got Series 3 watches, so we're, we're ready to get I'm this. I'm excited about this one. You, you know who's not excited? Who's that? The people that bought the $15,000 edition, <laughs> the very first uh, Apple Watch edition, because well. it's not getting Watch OS 5. Oh, well. <laughs> but this, I, 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 the, the standout feature for this to me is the walkie-talkie. That is going to be... I'm going to so bother you with this. I'm gonna I, really know, I, I need to this. know better how it works. The idea is that there's basically a button on the screen you just touch... And, and in real time, you talk. Now, in America, they had push to talk on their mobile phones. It was quite yep. a big feature. You remember seeing it in a lot of TV shows, like yep. 24, they just boop, yeah. and they'd walkie-talkie. We never really had that in Australia. Yeah. We did well, have it, was. but Maybe it didn't catch Nokia on. phones, the push yes, to talk? But it didn't talk really catch on, right? Ago. So the idea here is I can just push, and hopefully it can be a complication on the screen too, so I can just yeah. touch it maybe, and I can say, hey, Steve, <laughs> and you could be anywhere. So yeah. the question is, can you be anywhere, or do you need to be on the same Wi-Fi network? No, what, how does it anywhere. work? Well, I, don't... I think it works with Series Three because it's got the eSIM on yeah. board. Only so with Series Three, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yep. And so if you've got a Series Three, I've got a Series Three, and I and you approve me, my access to you oh, yeah. via walkie-talkie, yeah, yeah. then you're on the list. So we can, uh, I can be, you know, in the middle of one of your today's. So I'm show assuming you have also. multiple hey, people. You, this is the thing. Can I have two sets of walkie-talkies on my watch? Because I, I might not want you. No. Like, Oh, you, so can, you can just scroll through. I saw them the, during the demo. They said I had like a little Rolodex right. of, of contacts. And then you select the contact and then press that. Boom. And then oh, okay. a big talk as long as I appears. can choose. Like I might have oh, yeah, a, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a one-to-one. One. Mate, I can't wait. Let's upgrade <laughs> urgently because I can't wait to no, drive that you is gonna be cool. That's going to be a cool new feature. The, also, this is another one you love is the uh, fitness. The, the, fitness. <laughs> <laughs> the auto workout detection. No, I'm going to say full stop best feature of the new Watch OS because yeah. I've done that. I, I've gone, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. Really? Okay, really? all right, I know you're shocked. <laughs> Hang on, but, let me just take a sip of water. It doesn't count towards the workout function. And sure, okay. it counts as steps, and you know, rather than just being yep. steps, it counts as walking, but it doesn't count as a workout. And so this is automatically going to go, dude, you, you did a workout, yeah. you didn't register it, but we're going to put it in the we're list. We're going to give you the credit for your yeah, steps anyway. Yes. That's smart. But you know, the, you know, the Fitbit could do that already. Fitbit devices yeah. could, could detect that already. Good to but see. This is the, you've got to remember, that's their in. most competitive yeah. space. But I like it fitness. at the other end because how often do people forget to end their workout? That, that happens more often than Again, start, not starting uh, it. For those, for for those people... <laughs> playing at home, blank face from me. Yes, well, now I've done this before. You go on a run and you think, okay, I'll finish the workout. Then you, you, look, you look at your watch can, at lunchtime. Can and happily it said, say I've never done that before. It, it says you've been running for four hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. So you think, oh, I forgot to end it. Yeah. Now it'll detect that you're not running anymore and end the workout for yeah. you. Because it's like you know, tapping off with the Opal card. You've got to tap off at the end. with the. Uh, you've got to end the workout. So that's a very good analogy. New, 60% uh, growth in the Apple Watch last yeah, year smart. in 2017, which was probably born entirely by the eSIM. Yep. Podcasts available on your Apple Hello. Watch. So the two Hello. blokes can be heard on the watch. And um, I saw Russell from Shifty Jelly uh, mention on Twitter that it's not uh, so it's possible for other developers to use as well. So ah. I think you'll find Pocket Casts will come to okay. Apple Watch as well. And audible audio books as well. You can have it put, put it directly on your device yep. and not have your phone with you, but have your book with you. Here's a great feature. And again, I think this does, I talk about Siri a bit, but I think. If we had vision into what their long game was, maybe this would all make sense. 
But again, just you can just raise your watch and talk. Instead of having to say, hey, Jess, yeah. you just raise your watch and talk. I see issues with this. Really? Because you, how often do you look at your watch and talk at the same time? I think it's going to happen where, okay, what time does the South game start? I'm looking at my watch, and at the same time I'm talking, it's going to say, sorry, I didn't understand what time does the South game start. That could be an issue. Well, having, having that I'll triggered right phrase. There. You've actually nailed a problem with Siri. She doesn't know what time the South game starts. Yeah. She should know that. No, but, but I'm bad, just saying that that you might you might get you, you get you get accidental calls on it now. Sometimes, but now not having that triggers phrase, mm. it's not unusual for people to be talking while they're looking at their phone. But anyway, I'm looking forward to getting the, to testing that feature out. Okay, and the the Pride bands as well. Don't forget Pride bands and the Pride watch face, which is available now. The Pride watch face, download it now. Really nice, colourful rainbow screen. Can you do that again? For- yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they call that? The, the jazz hands? Was that the jazz hands? <laughs> no, that's this. <laughs> okay, that was one jazz hand. There. Okay, one jazz hand. That was jazz fingers. Jazz <laughs> fingers. Woo. Okay. Now, <laughs> can you do the bewitched can we, toggle of your nose? Can I can't, you Can no, you do your nose? Can't do that. Can you do no, it? No, I can't do no, it. It'd why, be great. Why try, mate? Why try? <laughs> Come on, give it a whirl. I can't. I have a, I, what my, was her name? Samantha? Samantha, yeah. yeah. Should we talk about TV? Tabitha, what was the husband's name? Tabitha, Darren. 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 Good yeah. old Daz. Yeah. And what was the um the mother-in-law's name? Uh, was it Indora? Indora? Indo- nah, Indora yeah. was definitely in there. Anyway, <laughs> we digress heavily. Should we talk TVOS? And I'm excited about this. I've got this to is say, huge. Oh, this is massive Dolby news. Atmos and Dolby Vision. And it's going to, well, to have Dolby Vision from the get go, Dolby Atmos is the new feature mm. that the TVOS 12 is going to, up, is going to supply. This making Apple TV the only streaming device. device with both Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision. Really cool. Uh, You're going to run that on the SJ9, mate? I will. On the what? The LG SJ9. Soundbar with Dolby. Yeah, Atmos. absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was wondering, you just said SJ9. I was wondering what you were talking yeah, about. Okay. But I do understand now. But the, And all you need, of course, you need Dolby Atmos equipment. So you, mm. the LG TVs have Dolby Atmos built in. Mm. Uh, so other TVs, you need a soundbar. Uh, if you've got a home theater set up, even better. Uh, and now all of the movies that are, that are available, say, you've already, say they've released a film a few years ago, there's a Which possibility you that you'll have the Dolby Atmos. You're going to get a free 4K upgrade if it's mm. there, but you also get the Dolby Atmos yeah. version for free as well. So this is I like the fact that Apple are sort of putting it on the studios to supply the best possible quality yeah, for, the, for, the, for the viewers. So the, really um, handy. I liked the new aerials, you know, the, the screen oh, they're savers. They're beautiful. They're from, from the space. space station. That's incredible. I think it, uh, it'll be worth just looking at that for an hour. She's just some narcs in the world, though. I saw a couple of blokes on Twitter <laughs> yesterday going, well, is that public access? Is that Who, who bought that? Is it NASA? It's astronauts. Are they going to make it available to the public or is it only on Apple TV? Who, who gives a rats? Who are you talking to? Oh, no, I don't talk to them. I'm just watching them. You heard them. No, I was okay. just reading their, their right. ranting, narky, narky, narky. I love your imitation. But mate, oh, I love the space station. That's I'm just going to cool. go with that only. I just yeah. want that, nothing else. And you can also there's there's others, you know, from various parts of the world, mm. and you can now sort of find out where that actually is. So I've never cared, yeah. honestly. I've, you know the one you try to guess. It'd be a nice game. You know just one that to feels to me like it it's in in Hawaii where the where yeah. Lost was filmed because you know it's going through a valley. Yeah, because it's like a drone. I've been to that place where Lost was filmed. Okay, mate. No one cares. Kaloa Ranch. No one cares. It's like, I don't need to know where it is. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I don't need to know where it is. It's just need, beautiful, I would right? need to know where it is. Um, a feature that I don't think will get much play in Australia, but it could or should, because I think Telstra or Foxtel could implement this, is zero sign-in. Oh, please. How good please. would that be? Oh, 
This was I, the I idea is that. that because because you're a Foxtel customer and you're using Foxtel for your NBN, for example, um, you should be able to open the Foxtel app and it just works. No yeah. login, no nothing required because it knows you're on the Foxtel network. Absolutely. No, I, I was I thought the exact same thing. I said I was hoping that, just, that even if they just announced that Foxtel now is available on Apple TV. Oh yeah, that was just that fun, would yeah. be a game changer. I looked at the screen, but that's or where I saw the Channel Seven and Channel Nine. Would, would the next version of Apple TV include a free to air tuner? No, maybe. No, because free to air is dead it's terrestrial, over here. terrestrial. See, yeah, that's the problem in America. Or broadcast through the yeah, broadcast. Everything's through the cable. It's like ninety percent cable sure, networks true, over true. here. True, true, very true. So look, Apple TV is is a nice update. So oh, yeah. and, and it did some uh, Apple TV 4K roaring success as well. They said uh, sales are just going off off the. Planet. I mentioned I'm going to go just go. That's that's it for Apple TV, isn't it, mate? That's, I that's think all so. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned this yesterday on the Today Show, uh, and this has happened before. And we'll go back to iOS. There's they've implemented an app called Measure. You yes, seen that? I'd have um, seen that. Yeah, using the AR technology. Yeah, and I looked straight up, as soon as they announced that, I looked over my shoulder and I looked at a young bloke. He's, I think he's 17 now, called James Aussie Dale. Guy. Aussie guy. Little develop, young student developer called yeah. James Dale. Look, because I knew where he was sitting because yeah. well, he came and said hello to me. Because he developed an app called AR Measure at yeah. the end of last year, yeah. which is now completely redundant. Thanks but to Apple's measure. And it's not the first time that Apple's done that, right? There's a yeah. lot of times that they've gone. We're going to build that app into the operating system, yeah. Because not because it's so good that style yeah. of app. That, what, that what was the other one? Be, Torch was the Torch. Torch was one. one. Yeah, there's yeah. others for sure. But yeah. I felt bad for him. But then I went, mate. It was a ruler. Get they va- they validated his technology. They validated. Well, he wasn't out. It was not like he was Robinson Crusoe on that one. Right? Yeah. There was lots of them. He's not the Lone Ranger. Shout out to James because he did create that yeah. early on. He went. Yeah. He went with the the concept of measuring, and it was very. I mean, it was maybe very he, cool. Maybe get a job at Apple. Well, well, you know what? That's the great thing about networking in a place like this, which yeah. I think this is his third, his third year here at Dublin. He's a young guy. How old is he? 17 now, I think. You're kidding. Yeah. Wow. So, what were and, you doing when you were 17? We're not developing apps, I know that. Washing cars on the weekend, probably. <laughs> washing no, actually, cars? No, washing I 17. cars. No, I was only a year out doing of my HSC. radio Doing station. my HSC when I was 17. Yeah, I was. I think I'd finished mine. I did mine when I was 16. Oh, yeah, of course you did. What are you... Are you a, Queenslander. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you start school earlier in Queensland. So. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Because oh, you're a so Queenslander so now. You're a Queenslander you, now, huh? I'm a Queenslander all year, Stephen. Where were you born, Trevor? New South Wales. Okay. And you, Where was Cameron Smith born? Uh, I don't know. Thank you, mate. It doesn't matter. Greg Inglis was born in New South Wales. Okay. Greg okay. Inglis then. All right. Where was he born? New, New South, South Wales. Wales. Yeah, Kempsey, Kempsey, Queensland. Okay. Where was Peter Sterling Get born? Get over it. I don't know who Toowoomba. Queen Queensland, he played for New South Wales. Yeah, well, so it goes both ways there, Trevor. Wow, we really digressed. Um, <laughs> we, that's a that's a full wrap of everything we saw at WWDC. In this um, fine studio is that very star, nice. Is that styrofoam? It's like a styrofoam. Is that styrofoam? I feel like I want to take one home, just yeah. rip it off the wall. Wish we were last because <laughs> it yeah. looked good. It looked good in the FTM studio. Look really might nice. Very nice. Baffling. Might take some inspiration. Very nice. Inspir- it's very white though. We won't we won't deface the studio. We'll keep we'll, it intact. We'll get a photo. Okay. Uh, full will. details of everything you've seen at uh, Dub Dub on EFTM.com and TechGuide.com.au. Stephen, you're here for another day, so you can do your radio spot and you can watch Origin. I'm going to be in the air, thankfully, because yep. I'm not sure I want to watch the first game of Origin. And I'm doing the Tesla factory tour, which very is exciting. exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. He's very. He's out of his skin. I am. I'm pumped about that. All right, we'll be back next week uh, with another episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unidan. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long.